Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at ixl.com/fine. Visit ixl.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's ixl.com/fine. Hey, by the book listeners, Kristen here. Did you know that you can receive a weekly by the book affirmation mini-sode plus the rules of every book that we've lived by? It's easy. All you have to do is become a member of our Patreon community. To learn more, go to patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. Again, that's patreon.com slash listen to buy the book, or just look at the episode description from today's show. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Yes, Kristen. I'm going to ask you to take a breath. Okay. Did you know that with that breath, you just performed magic? What? Wait, how? I did? Yes, yes, because that breath of yours... That is magic. What? My breath is magic? Your breath, my breath, everybody's breath is magic. Or I should say, according to a certain theory, our breath has healing properties when used properly. Ooh, well, there better be a book about this theory because you know I want to know all about these magical breath powers. Of course there is a book about it. And you know we are going to live by it because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolanta Greenberg. And this is By the Book.
In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by. We follow it to the letter and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. And today, we are living by Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art by James Nestor. James Nestor is an American journalist from Orange County, California, who's written for publications like Scientific American, Outside Magazine, the BBC, the New York Times, the Atlantic, and more. After attending university in Northern California, Nestor worked as a copy editor and eventually began pitching his writing to newspapers. He started writing for the San Francisco Chronicle, focusing on niche activities like big wave surfing and freediving. While writing about freedivers, Nestor became enamored with breath control and the power of breathing. He spent years studying everything about breathing from modern science to ancient history and distilled everything he learned in his 2020 book, Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art. The book became an instant Wall Street Journal, Los Angeles Times, and Sunday London Times top 10 bestseller and was awarded the prize for Best General Nonfiction Book of 2020, by the American Society of Journalists and Authors. In Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art, James Nestor explains how his own snoring, malaise, crooked teeth, pneumonia, and other issues were brought on by breathing the wrong way. He traveled the world gathering information from ancient texts and traditions, modern university labs, and breathing hackers to learn about how we evolved to breathe the wrong way and how to fix it. In his book, he shares his wisdom and assures us that with the right breathing methods, we can tackle ADHD, asthma, cancer, and worse. Here's how you do it. Step one, use your nose. We all know that breathing through the nose clears the air, heats it, and moistens it for easier absorption. But beyond that, it can lower blood pressure, ease digestion, regulate heart rate, eliminate snoring, and improve our health in a myriad of other ways. So stop mouth breathing and use your nose. Practice alternate nostril breathing to tap into each nostril strength. The right has a fight or flight mechanism and the left a rest and relax mechanism. And don't just use your nose when you're awake. Before bed, tape your mouth shut so that you're forced to breathe through your nose while sleeping. Step two, increase your lung capacity. A typical adult engages as little as 10% of the range of the diaphragm while breathing, which overburdens the heart, elevates blood pressure, and causes circulatory problems. To expand your range, massage the ribs, throat, and neck. Move your body, as moderate exercise like walking and cycling can increase lung size by up to 15%. And practice full exhalation. To do this, breathe in deeply and calmly, then exhale, counting to 10 again and again on the exhale until you can't vocalize anymore. Repeat it until it feels as though you've been through a brutal workout. Step three, breathe slowly. The best way to prevent many chronic health problems, improve athletic performance, lose weight, and extend longevity is to balance your carbon dioxide and oxygen levels. To do this, slow down your breathing. Unlike the average American who takes 18 breaths per minute, take only six slow breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Use this slow breathing method while exercising, praying, and meditating. Step four, breathe less. 
Much like fasting, occasionally starving the body of air can lead to potent health benefits and even euphoria. On the flip side, bringing in too much air can cause hypertension, headaches, asthma, and metabolism issues. So don't just breathe slower, as in step three, but breathe less. Limit your inhales while extending your exhales far past the point of what feels safe. Step five, expand your mouth. Our ancient ancestors chewed for hours a day every day, and as a result, their mouths, teeth, throats, and faces grew to be wide and strong. But modern humans eat mostly soft food and thus have smaller mouths and more obstructed airways. To improve things, maintain correct oral posture, hold your lips together, teeth lightly touching, tongue on the roof of your mouth, head up perpendicular to your body, and your back straight. Practice mewing, which is pushing the back of the tongue against the back of your mouth and moving the rest of the tongue forward like a wave. And eat lots of hard foods. Note, the book also includes advanced breathing techniques, like not breathing at all. But because they can take years to master, we won't be doing those steps. Other than that, that's what the book says. And so that's what we did for two weeks straight. Kristen, 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 I've been holding my breath. Ah. Ah, I want to hear all about your first week living by breath, the new science of a lost art. How did it go? Where did you start? Well, Jolenta, as you know, I love to eat. So I started off with the step that involves eating, good old step five. Oh, yes, that is expand the mouth. Yes, and part of this step is to eat hard foods, which... I kind of thought I was already doing because I love vegetables, but Mm -hmm. when I looked at my daily lunches, it turns out most of what I eat is soft. Uh, For example, minestrone soup is soft. So is wild rice soup. So are my lunchtime salads, which are usually made out of kale, spinach, tomatoes, olives, vegetarian hot dogs, and (laughs) other really soft things. So I made a grocery run. And as I did, I sang a song that used to play between my Saturday morning cartoons. I think it was kind of part of the Schoolhouse Rock PSA universe. Mm -hmm. Take a listen. Exercise your choppers, really choo-choo-choo. Exercise your choppers on some good hot food. Your molars grind your canines, tear incisors, bite right through. So exercise your choppers on some good hot food. I think I remember this. I feel like I remember a tooth holding a toothbrush, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I I do remember there was somebody who looked kind of like the Fonz who was singing the song, a cartoon version of the Fonz. Ooh, ooh. That's (laughs) starting to ring a bell. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mostly remember like Bills on Capitol Hill, but like I follow. Um, (laughs) I'm glad you were excited to do this step. Always happy to see you excited about, you know, diving into a book. What did you eat? How did it go down? Well, it went great. Instead of my regular soups and salads for lunch every day, I was eating piles of carrots, celery, kohlrabi, which, by the way, everyone, kohlrabi is fantastic, apples and nuts. Uh, And I was feeling pretty virtuous because all those foods are not just hard. They're very, very hard. Uh, They're also high in vitamins and minerals and healthy fats and other things Michelle Obama has been telling us for years she wants me to eat more of. Oh, perfect. You're making Michelle proud. You're (laughs) checking off a step. I love it. What did you do after that? 
I did step two. Okay, that is expand your lung capacity. Yes, indeed. And one part of this step is to massage the ribs and neck. And so that's what I did, or I should say that's what Dean did for me. Ignore that tickle. You said you wanted your ribs massaged, that's, which is what I'm doing. That's not a massage. That's a tickle, you what, cheeky. How about Stop it. So for the rest of the week, I stopped asking Dean to massage my lungs and my ribs and instead decided to take all of my work meetings while on walks because walking is another way, a less ticklish way, to expand one's lung capacity. So shout out to Meryl, Sarah, and everybody else who had to hear lots of New York City sirens and road construction during our professional work calls. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for being troopers, Meryl and Sarah, at all. Um, What did you try after that? I used my nose. Oh my gosh, step one. Yes, yes. I love you going out of order. It's very me. I'm very proud. Thank you. Thank you. I learned it from watching you. For this, I tried to tackle one of the bedtime issues that plagues me and Dean. If anyone needs a reminder, we both try to be the first to fall asleep each night because of this. is the sound of Dean's snoring. It's two o'clock in the morning. His snoring is so loud that he can't even hear what I'm saying right now. Uh, that is a clip from the You're Not Listening episode last season. And as you may recall, Jolenta, back then I tried to fix things with earplugs, but this time, mm-hmm. as per the book, I suggested to Dean that we both tape our mouths shut. And believe it or not, he agreed to it. Here we are doing that. Do you really want to try duct tape? I mean, whatever. Duct tape fixes everything, right? Okay. You want to put this one on your mouth? Okay. Nice, honey. I love you. I love you. Let's see if it works or not. Does that hurt? No. Can you still open and close your mouth? Well, it's keeping it closed mostly. Yes. Okay, there we go. All right. Let's try this and see if it works. I don't know how my skin's going to feel about this in the morning. Hmm. I did it. I did it, and I still can talk a little bit on the side of my mouth, can you? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see if we snore tonight. Sweet drink. Wow, wow. I am... Fully impressed Dean went along with this. I do not think duct tape is mentioned in the book. Well, it's because he has a very furry beard. I'm worried this is a kidnapping or something, (laughs) but like, okay. Like, wow, Dean, wow. Dean gets a medal for this one. The breath medal. Yes, yes. So how did it go? Did you guys actually sleep as though you were like partially about to be kidnapped or (laughs) like a little creepy? Well... In my case, it only took five minutes or maybe even less than five minutes for me to realize this might not work so well. Uh, are you going to keep the tape on all night? Mm-hmm. I don't think I can because my nose is getting stuffy. And mm-hmm. How can I breathe through my nose if my nose is stuffy? Should I take off the tape or should I leave it on? Mm-hmm. 
I really want to blow my nose. Should I just blow my nose and then try to keep the tape on or should I take the tape off? Mm -hmm. Mm. 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 I'm gonna try to keep it on a little bit longer. Uh, I'm like, my skin's crawling just listening to that. I'm worried. I'm worried about your breath. Um, I guess, like, did the tape help? Could you breathe in the end? Like, did you and Dean snore less? Well, surprisingly, things went way better than expected. Both of us ended up peeling the tape off our mouths in the middle of the night. But it did stay on long enough to make Dean snoring way quieter as he fell asleep. Oh. And you know what, Jolenta? What? I just might try it again in the future, but get some of that, like, medical tape that, you know, is not duct tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they mentioned that in the book. Yeah, medical tape does exist, people. Right, right. We'll see if it sticks to Dean's beard. I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were surprised. It did actually help things. Yeah, I am surprised, too. <laughs> and that's how I ended my first week of living by the book. So, Jolenta, that means you know what time it is. Mm -hmm. You've been waiting to exhale. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Let's get to you. How did your first week go living by breath, the new science of a lost art? Okay, Kristen, I was excited to live by this book. <laughs> as you may or may not know, as I may have mentioned a billion times, I come from a theater background. And one of my favorite parts of acting school when I was in a conservatory was voice class, which is not like speech class. That's where you do like accents and stuff. Voice class is all about how to use your breath to be able to properly support your voice in a healthy way so you can, you know, project and do like eight shows a week. So I was stoked. <laughs> Full disclosure, Jolent is the one who chose this book, everybody. <laughs> what? No, I don't know. I don't, even, I don't even remember that. People recommended it to us, too. Theater girl wants a breathing book. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's get in touch with our buddies oh, for the broth. But yeah, no, that is starting to ring a bell now that you're saying it. <laughs> um, okay, so I did start with step one. Oh, way to go, girl. You were using your nose. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> we have not been getting enough oxygen. We are both loopy. <laughs> wow, wow. We are like... Too many breath and nose puns already happening. We're, we're not even done with week one. All right. So for this one, I did what you did. I jumped into the taping your mouth at night part. Oh, you did. Yeah, I've seen a few beauty TikTokers do this as part of their nighttime routine, and I've been very curious about it. So here I am trying it out the first night with a Band-Aid. Oh, Band-Aid genius. You're supposed to breathe through your nose when you sleep, and you can try taping your mouth shut. <laughs> Tape your mouth shut? Mm -hmm. I looked up online, and they do it with KT tape, so I figured these, like, fancy Band-Aids are, like, KT tape, right? I'm going to do it. What? Who's going to do it? I'm going to do it. No, you're not. I'm doing it. I can breathe still, bro. I'm probably. so scared of this. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I can't open it. Oh, my God. I don't like this. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like it either. I don't feel like I can breathe. <laughs> breathe through your nose. You're still not breathing hmm. through your nose. There's not enough air. 
I feel like I'm in the Handmaid's Tale. Stop it. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I'm suffocating. <laughs> That's too hard. It's too scared. You're like, <sighs> it sounds like you're gasping through uh, your no, nose. No, it's not enough air. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I bet. The air is so much sweeter now. <laughs> oh, my God, Jolenta. I feel like I have just been through some sort of epic, like Homer. Oh, full journey. Yeah. Yes, a full journey. Oh, my God. It yep. was harrowing. There was life. There was death. There was life again. Oh, my God. Jolenta. Wow. Right. Yeah. And it all took place in about a minute. <laughs> um, it was horrible. It was horrible. Like, anyone complaining about how stifling masking is, like, gots to put a Band-Aid over their mouth and give it a try because that's stifling. But I wanted to keep trying. And the book suggests a few ways to tape, including the way the author does it. So I thought I would try it his way the next night. The guy says he does a, a more like a Hitler mustache, but lower. Like, just a little, mm. like a little thing. No? Let's not do anything that involves a Hitler mustache. Maybe that should be the requirement for your next book. No like, Hitler mustache. Like, it's still mustache. suffocating this way, too. Oh, I see. Just to kind of encourage your lips but to like, stay together. I don't feel like I can get enough air. I don't think any amount of training it will work. You know what know. I do to go to sleep? I just put most of my body and face underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Just to interject here for a second, Jolenta, the little bit of, I don't even want to say Hitler mustache, but um, the little bit of tape that kind of looks like that, that's uh-huh. what Dean and I did with our duct tape. This like sort of midline through both lips suggestion tape. Just a tiny little strip down the center of our mouth. Yeah. In theory, it makes perfect sense, but it still felt like, you know, someone had like zippered my mouth shut when I <laughs> when I was doing it. So I gave up on that and just moved on to step two. Ah, yes. Step two, that would be to work on your lung capacity. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so for this, I just did something I learned in acting school. We called it a lung vacuum, um, and it expands lung capacity. It's sort of like a more advanced version of what the book says to do. You, like, roll down like you're going to touch your toes as you breathe out. Then you hold your nose and stand up, and it creates this sort of vacuum when you expand (gasps) your lungs and stand up. And it pulls your diaphragm down and, like, gets everything all stretched out. And then when you can't hold it anymore, you breathe out. And so I started doing this with my daily PT routine that I've been doing at home, like just a little breath work to finish out the workout. And uh, I was surprised by the response I got. What? You okay? Oh, yeah, I'm doing lung vacuums. Remember those? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Where, like, you kind of suck. Where you go, like, you do down, you go. (sighs) And then you work really hard, like you're breathing in, but you can't until you let go. Wow, those felt good. Yeah. You want to do one with me? Yeah. Can do it. Okay. Whoa, you feel it so much right here. I know. It does really remind you, like, you're not, you're not using full capacity. Right. Uh, 
I think I just heard Brad playing along with you. <laughs> along with you. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, honestly, that's a good one. When when do you get the chance to use lung along like puns when it's fully makes sense in the context? Rarely. So good on you. Rarely. Yes. Yeah. But like that was a fun one. That one felt much more like a win. And I definitely kept doing that every day with my PT exercises. Nice, nice. And and what did you do after that? After that, I Added some step five to the mix. Ah, step five is expand your mouth. Mm-hmm. And for this, I added another theater voice exercise to my morning PT routine. I found the book to be a little vague about like the mewing shit. So I did what I know works, aka theater shit. <laughs> it's a Kristen Linkletter vocal warm-up. She's this like esteemed vocal coach who worked with like the Royal Shakespeare Company and worked out of Columbia. She coaches actors like Patrick Stewart, Angela Bassett, Mary Tyler Moore, Kristen. All the legends. Everybody I love. I know her method well. I was trained by someone who has like a master's degree from her program at Columbia who's like actually worked with my own body and touched me. And like her method is great. Plus it's way simpler than the book's method. Listen. Hold on. So it's just yawning? Yup. Just Ooh. a nice loud yawn. And like <laughs> You can start with a quiet yawn, a voiceless yawn, and then add some voice to it. But it really gets the same sort of muscles going as the mewing. Oh. But, like, it stretches the back of your mouth, the back of your throat, lifts the soft palate, expands the vocal cords, really opens the passageways for breath. And it's really gentle and natural, as opposed to mewing, which, like, doesn't come naturally to us human folk most of the time. Because we're not cats. hmm Yeah. <laughs> and, like, if you yawn a few times, it gets your blood flowing. It gets you invigorated. It does feel like you've just been doing a bit of running or, like, some jumping jacks. It's the same effect. So I added a few yawns and stretches to my morning PT routine, too. And that was great. Like, I was feeling nice and invigorated while I finished up week one. Nice. Well, that sounds like an amazing way to wrap up your first week. And I can hardly wait to hear what happens to you in week two. But first, we have to take a quick break. Yeah, we sure do. But wait, we want to talk to you. Have you read Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art? Did you live by it? Did it work for you? Did it not? Share your story with us at our Facebook group. It's so lively. The people are so nice. It's truly the group I go to when I want to, like, forget that the world's a horrible place. <laughs> um, Facebook.com slash group slash BTB pod. And you can always get in touch with us via email. KristenAngelenta at gmail.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Okay, Kristen, I'm very excited to hear about your second week of living by breath, the new science of a lost art. Your first week went pretty well. You were eating hard veggies. You <laughs> got Dean to snore less by taping his little mouth shut. How is your second week going to top that? How did it go? <laughs> well, my second week, I decided... It's time to tackle the harder stuff. You know, eating vegetables and getting back rubs is one thing. Mm -hmm. Doing these breathing exercises is another. So I began with step four. Ooh, and that is breathe less. Yes. And for this, I tried my best to exhale for a full minute after each inhale. Listen. You know, every time you get to the end of that exhale, you cough. And you're seeing a physical therapist now to try and repair the damage coughing wrong has done to your pelvic floor. Yes. <coughs> I have to take another breath. Hold on. So, yeah, fun fact, as Dean said, I've recently started going to a physical therapist for my weak pelvic floor. Jolenta, as you know, my pelvic floor has been weak for years and years and years thanks to a lifetime of chronic and excessive coughing because of my respiratory issues. And according to my pelvic floor therapist, it's not just that I have spent a lifetime with chronic coughing, it's that I've been coughing the wrong way. There's a right way and a wrong way to cough, so... You got to be supported, girl. Yeah. And I've been doing it all wrong. So mm -hmm. she's helping me to retrain how I do things like cough. She's helping me to repair the damage with uh, special exercises. Is that the same kind of damage where like if like I have, you know, friends who've had kids and now when they sneeze or laugh, like they pee a little. Is that the same kind of stuff or is that different? Yeah. Also, like most people who have um, gone through perimenopause or menopause, the pelvic floor will just start to weaken on its own whether or not you've had kids. Yeah. I was going to say it's also just like something that loses elasticity unless you like focus on it. Yeah. So it can be for a lot of reasons. But in my case, mm -hmm. it's because of a lifetime of chronic coughing. <laughs> oh, that's such a bummer. But yay, PT to help. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah. Thank you to my physical therapist. Shout out to you. Anywho, 
Speaking of those PT exercises that my therapist came up with for me, mm-hmm. the next day I decided to combine some of those exercises with step three, as the book suggests. Okay, and step three is breathing slowly. Nice. Yes, and as I did my pelvic floor exercises, I breathed way slower than usual. Instead of breathing through my movements the way my physical therapist taught me, I took only six slow breaths per minute, which also meant I was kind of holding my breath, which the book kind of wants us to do while we exercise. And so how did that go? It honestly was really hard. It is not a natural way of breathing. (laughs) Yeah. And it's definitely not a natural way of breathing while exercising. And it was almost impossible to concentrate on what my muscles were doing Mm. uh, because I was so distracted by the discomfort in my lungs. But I at least was not descending into coughing fits like the day before. So I figured I'll just stick with this for the rest of the week. At least I'm not coughing. At least I'm trying to do the book with my exercises. Well, I'm very proud of you for sticking it out. That's a lot to like keep track of mentally at one time. Yes, it was. But I have to confess, Jolenta, even as I was sticking with that, I was not sticking with something else. Listen. Do you want the rest of this? Is that compost? (laughs) I don't want your compost. (laughs) No, it's my lunch. It's like three raw vegetables. You haven't even peeled them or anything. Like, it's literally just a whole kohlrabi with the stems and skills still on. My jaw hurts. I'm sure. I can't eat anymore. (laughs) If your jaw hurts, that's probably bad. The book says I have to exercise my choppers. I think you already chew plenty. You chew in your sleep. That's why the dentist had to give you a night guard and you bit through it just a couple of months ago. Because you chew in your sleep. You chew more than enough, honey. Good point, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing the chewing on your downtime. No need to eat a whole kohlrabi like a weirdo. No offense to people who bite into whole kohlrabis like apples. but It's a lot of work on the jaw. <laughs> yeah. You don't see me like chomping on my fennel root. Like, come on. So, yeah, that's the moment when I decided to stop exercising my choppers. Mm-hmm. And I switched back to eating hot dog salad every day for lunch. Hot dog salad and soup. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. The lunch of my dreams. So is that how you ended your second week with your soup and dogs? Well, almost. One last thing happened. And full disclosure, I'm not super proud of the tape I'm about to play here, but I think it's necessary to make clear what was happening with me. Um, Did you hear me run out of this morning, early, early this morning, like at four in the morning. No, are you okay? I, I started to wet myself, like only a few drops, but enough to freak me out. Like, I mean, when is the last time I have wet my bed? I mean, as an adult, never. Never. No. Um, do you think it's because of the weird exercises I've been doing? Like, oh, the, breathing exercises, I'm essentially like doing the opposite with my pelvic floor that my physical therapist wants me to do. Yeah, I I think you should, you have to talk to your physical therapist about it. They must know, it's like, it's not like you're taking another drug, it's like you're doing a whole different exercise regime on top of the one they've designed for you. Like, 
that breathing is weird and extreme. Like, I think you should absolutely talk to them. I don't mind that you wet yourself, honey. I still love you. Oh, thanks, honey. You know that. But you should talk to your physical therapist. Uh, Kristen, books aren't supposed to get in the way of our health. No, they are not. And clearly, this book did, you know. Um, mm. I'm not somebody who wets myself. Uh, I, and, and no shame if you are. The body is a miracle. The body just does what it wants to do. I'm not trying to, like, yeah. put anybody else down out there. But it's it's a symptom you've never had. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be wetting the bed. I'm supposed to be strengthening my pelvic floor. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I ended my second week, pretty much feeling lousy that my health was kind of going backwards in that area. Well, that's a bummer. Yay! But, Jolenta, can we get back to you, please? I want to hear about your second week of Living by Breath, the new science of a lost art. Of course. So for the first few days of week two, I worked on breathing less. Ah, yes. Step four, breathe less. And for that, I just tried to do what the book says, you know, take in a bit slowly and let out as much as possible, also slowly. (laughs) And I tried to do that while I did like my sedentary work, you know, emails, writing scripts, Tweeting about our new Audible show. That would be Romance Road Test, exclusively on Audible. All 16 episodes available to listen to now. You know, just writing plugs <laughs> like that into scripts. Stuff like that. <laughs> so with all of that, that's that's a good amount of time breathing less. How did it go? Over the like first few days, I definitely started noticing a pattern, especially when I got up. Oh my God, I just got dizzy. Ugh. Oh, so dizzy. Got really dizzy. Hold on. <sighs> okay, wait. Oh, dizzy again. Ooh. Oof. As you can hear, I was getting a little dizzy. Yes. I don't know if I was doing it wrong or just if like focusing on your breath that much like makes it so you get dizzy. Brad eventually asked me to stop doing this because he was worried I would fall down. (laughs) Yeah. Falling down is bad. Nobody should be falling down because they're hacking their breathing. Mm -hmm. And then, Kristen, Brad spoke up again, this time about step one. Ah, yes. Revisiting, use your nose. Mm -hmm. So since the mouth taping and breathing less hadn't worked, I figured I'd just try to focus on breathing through my nose again. Like, I just keep my mouth shut while I did my work. But Brad had questions. What's going on with your lips? What do you mean? They look different. They look like, they look like dark or blue or something. Blue? Yeah. Um, oh, I've been holding them together real tight. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I was reading and then also trying to breathe through my nose, so I think it just got, like, a little tense in there. <laughs> okay, cool. It's making your lips blue, dude. All right, I'll, uh, I'll give them a little rest. Ooh, Jolenta. Oh, this is not sounding good. No. Yeah. Turns out I had a habit of sort of like sucking my lips into my mouth really tight while I keep my mouth closed and work. So my lips were just turning blue and like getting cold and tingly all the time. I don't think cutting off circulation to body parts is really something we should be trying to do here. No, no. So there was another thing that failed to enhance my life uh, in week two. 
And what did you do after that? After that, I thought I would do step three. That is breathe slower. Yeah. And I was hoping that breathing slowly would turn this week around. The book says breathing slowly can be good for like basically every aspect of health. So I thought I'd really put it to the test at the doctor's. Ah, and how did you do that? So I tried to do the the five seconds in, five seconds out breath. So you're only doing 10 full breaths a minute mm-hmm. while I got a bunch of steroid injections in my head. I think I've talked about this on the show before. I get these uh, steroid shots to break up scar tissue from lupus lesions that make my head really like tight and uncomfortable. And let's say the process of getting these shots isn't delightful. It's just a doctor sticking a needle into my head over and over and injecting stuff, (laughs) you know. So I thought maybe breathing slowly could ease my discomfort. So we're trying to kind of go into the belly of the area where we had the inflammation. I'm going to just get up here because it's going to be a little better angle. I'm going to make sure we're getting to the edge, which is right around there. Doing okay? Oh, yeah. And it's a little bit tougher here because there's some scar tissue. Right. So sometimes you have to push a little bit, put a little more pressure. So I'm sorry if it Oh, it's you at totally all. fine. I'm, I'm totally it's normal. Yeah. yeah, it tends to fight back. Yeah. Good. And you had you had a spot here. Yeah. It's Let me make sure. I don't think I cleaned that one. So give me just okay. a second. I, first of all, love the way your doctor talks you through everything that's happening. Yes. Yes to doctors doing that. Yes to nurses and medical professionals doing that. All about that. But do you feel it helped? I think it helped a little. I mean, like, I'm definitely a little more tense when I get the shots done. I usually feel it a little more or I'm more focused on it. Like, you can hear, like, I'm pretty at ease. Like, it didn't hurt at all. And, like, I don't know if it was because I was just thinking more about my breath than what was happening or if it was the breath itself. But it was, I'd say, a success, and it didn't turn my lips blue or make me dizzy. (laughs) Well, that's a win. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. Um, And with that win, I ended my second week. That's all the steps. Well, that means there's only one thing left to do. And that is to air our opinions. Get it? Air them? Because air is coming out of our lungs and coming into our lungs. Wow, 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 (laughs) wow, wow. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah, that was me talking about the verdict, which is coming up. (laughs) But first, quick reminder, we would love it if you rated and reviewed by the book. You can do it right now. Just look down at your phone, tap some stars, write a little thing like super fun show or like... Kristen makes me laugh. It'll help people find the show. It'll help give us feedback. And we'd love it if you did it. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a big year. 
the Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Okay, Kristen, let's get down to business. Did breath, the new science of a lost art, actually work? for you. Did it enhance your life? Would you recommend it to other people? Alrighty. Well, we haven't really talked about this yet, Jolanta, but I need to start off Mm -hmm. just talking about the experience of reading this book. Do talk about it, because it... <laughs> it's an experience. <laughs> well, an experience is a good way to put it. It's uh, it's an immersive event. It is. It is. First, just full disclosure, we have a lot of animal lovers who listen to the show. Yeah. There are many, many references to very cruel experiments on animals in this book that will probably be upsetting for a lot of readers. Yeah. And he doesn't like cushion them at all. The way, like, we've read pop science books that quote animal studies, but they acknowledge it's like a bummer a little bit. This one, not at all. Oh, yeah. There's also, with zero apologies, just boatloads of entitled rich guys dropping thousands of dollars on equipment to hack their breathing throughout this book. And it's like, you are bored rich guys who are just spending more money than a lot of us make in a year so that you can breathe differently? Are you this bored with your lives that this is what you're going to do now? And listening to entitled rich guys like run out of fun things to do in life, so listening to them hack their breathing, reading about this, not fun. It just made me really, really irritated with the author and his friends. Yeah. Also have to point out tons of focus on weight, which is not fun. And isn't health the way the book likes to make you think it is. Yes, yeah. Um, So much focus on weight and weight loss. And we also just have to mention how bananas some of the claims in this book are. I mean, using kind of pseudoscientific language, assertions that everything from schizophrenia to ADHD to my own asthma and allergies, which I've suffered from my whole life and had chronic breathing issues because of, like, all of this is just because I wasn't breathing right? Yeah. Like, really? And Jolenta, you know your lupus would be better if you just were breathing the way he said. I know. What the fuck have I been doing? Like, (laughs) breath is directly tied to the immune system, like every other system it's tied to. Yeah. Yeah. But aside from how terrible the book is to read and how stupid the claims are, the big question, of course, is did the book actually work? And, um, you know, in a couple cases, I'd say it sort of did. Like, it kind of helped to make Dean snoring softer. I really liked that. I liked his softer mm-hmm. snoring. Yeah. But a lot of the other stuff didn't just seem funny or, you know, semi-helpful. Some of it seemed downright dangerous. hmm mm-hmm. The fact that I was going into coughing fits with one of the exercises, the fact that I really think I was hurting my pelvic floor rather than helping it by doing another of the breathing exercises. I mean, this book just seems like it was dangerous in some ways. Mm -hmm. Not just funny or interesting, but just downright dangerous. So 
I can't recommend this book. It was not making me feel better in the end. And I think it was actually making me feel worse. So So no, I I cannot recommend this book. I I just can't do it. But Jolenta, let's get to you. What is your verdict on breath? Tell us. Kristen, as you said, this book was so hard to get through. It was all over the place. It was super hard to distill concrete takeaways because everything was like a meandering, like personal story that led into a story about like some cool rich guy that he met through the personal story and then his story and then their story together. And it was incredibly hard to relate to as someone who doesn't have like time to be like, I know, I'm going to stop everything and do a breath study because that's the last horizon I've yet to conquer. <laughs> like the examples were all science bros, except for like the ancient texts that were taken like a bit out of context and a bit insensitively. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a messy mix of Eastern philosophy and like too many studies that are cited in meandering ways. It's just so poorly organized. Like we've read plenty of books that have lots of studies, but this is the messiest I think we've encountered just with how they're inserted here and there. And you're supposed to remember that one from the other chapter and this chapter. And like, it's not well organized. Yeah. And I just don't think the advice was very fun. Some of it was sound and at times it relaxed me, but overall the advice was vague. And I don't think anything that vague that has to do with your body is healthy. That gets into like dangerous territory and injury territory. You can't like give body work advice like vaguely through a book. And I think that's why sticking to what I already knew is what ended up being most successful for me. Like Brad and I had acting school training and those lung vacuums are something that someone taught us to do hands on, like with, you know, accredited experience to teach that. And like you need experts to work with your individual body and its idiosyncrasies in order to figure out like how to make breath work best for you. Like no amount of breathing correctly is going to change like my nasal passageways and like undo a deviated septum that I was just born with. (laughs) Like no amount of breath work can do it. Like I've tried, you know, (laughs) and uh, this book with its meandering like personal anecdotes and quotes from like the masters is like not the way into this kind of work, I don't think. I'd say it's like a hard no from me. Yeah, breathing slowly helps relax you. It has health benefits. Like if you want to get into it, I would talk to a, a like health professional or a vocal coach, like someone who has experience with it and someone who can like work with you and your body. This book made me miss 10% happier, you know, the meditation book. (laughs) I feel like that was a way better read with a similar vibe and, like, less advice that could be dangerous. So, like, if you want to, like, breathe and zone out, I'd do that. And that's it for this episode of By the Book. Huge thank you to our amazing production team at Stitcher, Corinne Wallace and Marcus Hom. Thanks also to Nate Wida. He composed our theme song and the Rizzos, they performed it. Stay in touch with us. Let us know if you've read Breath and if it worked for you. If it didn't, send us your thoughts, your questions, your suggestions for future books. Our email address is kristenangelenta at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at ByTheBookPod. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Bye.
So exercise your choppers on some good hot food. Hey, exercise your choppers really choo choo choo. Exercise your choppers on some good hot food. Your molars grind your canines tear. Incisors bite right through. So exercise your choppers on some good hot food. Stitcher. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.